Hi, my name is Stephanie Pletka, and I'm here to navigate the messy parts of motherhood. I'm a small-town mom of four who took a parenting blog and wrote a book to help moms find the goodness in the hard places, to chase their dreams and write their story. So sit tight in the carpool lane. You know what I'm talking about, mamas. Comfortable in those yoga pants and get ready to be encouraged. This is the Motherhood Mindset with Stephanie Pletka. Hey, you. I'm so excited we get to hang out again today. This is so crazy. So we're going to talk part two of my road trip across country from Arizona to Georgia. Okay, so the lesson here today is there's the day we're born and the day we die. And what we do with the dash in the middle is what creates the legacy. See, I was driving across country, Arizona to Georgia, and I wanted to see my friends. I missed them. You know, I'd moved to Scottsdale, Arizona, and it is gorgeous here. And let me just tell you, in the fall, it is so amazing. I mean, everybody needs to come here. It is so amazing. So, but I'm driving cross country, and I'm really excited to go to maybe see a football game and tailgate and go see my friends and play tennis and you know you make a list of all the things that make you happy going out to dinner and just all the things so there I was driving cross country and I'd pray Lord don't let me have any accidents you know how it is the mom list that we check off Lord help me not to have any accidents or get a ticket or you know anything like that so here I am I get to I'm cruising along. I get to, let's say it was Oklahoma. I think I'm 10 miles from the actual Arkansas line. And the colors are so gorgeous along the way. All the leaves are changing. And I am listening to all the music and I'm, I'm having so much fun. I had, I had my, my car was on cruise control. And then suddenly, and I, as I pass by, I see these these cop cars and there's two or three of them lined up in the median, you know, and I thought, Oh, they're not going to get me because I got my cruise control on. But you know what? I looked back and that guy was on my tail so fast. I had a police officer on my tail. I was like, I'm getting a ticket for what? I couldn't even imagine what I was getting a ticket for. And so he pulls me over and he's like, Hey ma'am, you know, and I'm like, what did I do, sir? And he said, Oh, you don't know what you did. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm just as intrigued. I'm so intrigued. Like, what is it? And he said, oh, well, you, your license plate, the little border around it, like, um, you know, Honda or Civic or whatever, like the little border would be on the outside. Or for me, it was like roll tide. <laughs> so he stopped me and he said, it's illegal in Oklahoma to have a border like that around your tag. Really? He said, yep. It's the law. I said, you know what? I have never read the laws for Oklahoma. And he said, well, you should. (laughs) Oh, man. So I'm going to get a ticket. So this guy, he starts to write the ticket. And he says, well, where are you going? What you doing? I'm confused here. It says, roll tide. You've got an Arizona tag and you're headed south. What's happening here? And I said, oh, I am going on an epic road trip. This has been so much fun. You know, I'm, I'm headed to, to Memphis and Graceland, and I'm going to do all the things and try the best barbecue. And I said, there is just nothing like a good road trip, a great story to tell. And I said, apparently, you're part of my story. 
And he looked at me confused and he said, I'm a part of your story. He said, well, honestly, I would just rather fly than drive. I was like, oh, I mean, you could probably get a pretty good story flying, but not near as good crossing nine states in three days. And I said, and look, you have become a part of my story. And he said, I just feel like it's such a waste of time to do a road trip. Like, I just want to get there. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I am the queen of fun and road trips. I was like, "Woo, he is in my wheelhouse. So (laughs) I I was ready for him, you know, and I said, look, I mean, I have written a book, Living Your Best Life, on stuff like this, you know, and he says, it just seems like a waste of time. And I said, oh, no, if you know, it's like there's the day you're born and the day you die and that dash in the middle. That's everything. That's the ooey gooey goodness of, you know, the journey and enjoying time with your family and your kids and you know, spending time with them after dinner walks and talks and taking them on camping trips and, and just, you know, you've, it's going to go. It's, it's so fleeting. And he looked at me and he said, Oh, it looks like your tags expired. Oh, oh, what? I'm like, Oh my gosh. Now we got two things. Oh Lord. I said, well, that's totally my fault. I will pay for it. And he's listening and he starts asking me questions about the journey and why it's so important about, and I tell him all about memories and and leaving a legacy, you know, it's all so fleeting. And without making any eye contact with me, he says, I cannot give you a ticket. What? You can't give me a ticket? Oh my goodness. And he said, I've never, this has never happened before, but I cannot give you a ticket. I don't even know why I just cannot give you a ticket. And he just, you know, just kind of set me on my way. And I, it was just the oddest thing. But I thought, you know, this is also a part of the journey. And maybe this guy needed, needed to learn this. Maybe he needed to, you know, kind of chill out and enjoy his life. It was just crazy. And I didn't get a ticket. How, how awesome is that? So a road trip is never a waste of time. The dash in the middle is everything. But believe me. The reason why I'm here doing this podcast, writing these books, doing the Audible, the reason why I'm here is because I've done a lot of the wrong things. And I want to save you some time and heartache. I want you to enjoy all the goodness. See, I was so hurried. Everything was busy, busy. Go, go, go. For me, it was all about the doing. I could prove my place. I could hustle for my worth. I climbed that corporate ladder. Hey, world, look at me. Am I doing Am I doing enough? Am I doing good? Did I make it? Did I prove my place? <laughs> it's like when my husband, he'd come home from work. And, you know, I went from corporate life to raising four kids. And uh, four kids under seven years old. And it was just as crazy as you would imagine. Green beans and chips and vegetables and chicken nuggets and minivans and because I said so's I mean it was crazy and then he would you know I would work all day and then he would come home and that was the one time I just sat down and then I felt like oh I gotta jump back up and show him what I've been doing and he looked at me one day after I just felt angry about it he said you know what that is your issue that's not mine you're putting that on yourself girl life is not about the doing Oftentimes, it's about the being. You know, we're trying to get that to-do list checked off so fast. Here's the thing. I was loving my kids in ways that 
it wasn't even their love language. I would go out of town and then I would come back and I would have gifts and I would like boom, 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 throw them all out at them, candy or whatever that thing is I thought they would want. When maybe their love language was quality time. You know, I've talked about this before. We, uh, we took an epic road trip. We had started our own business. And I thought, this is going to be so much fun. I, I, you know, we're going to be rich and we won't have to work much. And, <laughs> you know, all those people right now that own their business, they are laughing out, they're laughing out loud so hard. But it was true. You know, I came back and I thought, oh, my gosh, I was customer service. I was the janitor. You know, I was the electrician. Okay, don't tell anybody that part. But <laughs> you're just trying to, you know, do all of the things. And it's never exactly what you think it's going to be, right? So we go on this epic road trip. And, and the reason why we do it is because we had started this business and we had two eggs in our little basket. Two eggs, but they were really big clients. I mean, they paid the mortgage. They did it all. We had vacations. It was great. We were living high on the hog, man. And then suddenly, just like that, that business ended up going out of business overnight. I mean, you know, and it's always right around like, hey, you know, you're fired or you're let go or a company goes out of business right before Christmas. I don't know what that's about, <laughs> but it's always right before Christmas. And I thought my life had burned to the ground. We had to, we had to, you know, that's where you're like, get rid of Dish Network and all the satellite and everything that you have in your life that's fun. And it's like, oh, you get to keep the toothpaste, okay, and your old shoes. <laughs> oh, I mean, you're just like, oh, this is what we've come to. But something so great came out of it because when my husband had to travel, you know, overseas for a month at a time and I felt like, oh, our life had burned to the ground. You know, we we're I was raising my kids by myself. And, and uh, you know, there's a lot of moms out there who do that. And God bless them. I, I, it's like the Lord allowed me to see some of these things so I can speak to these moms and go, even though it was, you know, for a short amount of time, six months to a year, I still know a little bit about how they feel in such a small micro way and then we ended up pulling our kids out of school and homeschooling them and that was crazy because I'm like no that I, I can't homeschool kids there is no way I can homeschool kids and my husband he goes okay you take PE I'll take English <laughs> to teach the kids right and so all I could think of was what have we gotten ourselves into? How did we get here? But guess what happened? Something really cool happened because when you allow God, when you pray and allow God to get into your mess, woo, he can make it a masterpiece. I'm telling you, don't try to go rogue and do it alone. It is not worth it. You know, one day I was driving, I was driving uh, from Georgia to Florida and I had on the Google Maps, like, okay, you've got like another 100 miles, right? And suddenly it said, turn right, right here, like right here. I mean, like skidding on brakes to turn right, you know, 50 feet. I turn right, I go down a dirt road, I go past a trailer park and a Dairy Queen, and I come back to the main road. And then it's like, okay, continue. I'm like, what was that about? <laughs> what was that about? Like, why did it do that? And that's oftentimes how we feel in life. You've got, you know the plan. Girl, you know the plan. You're a mama. You've got everything, the list. You've got all the things. This is how it's going to work. And then God comes in. And it's like, nope, 
I think you need this in your life. We're going to turn you right past the Dairy Queen, down the dirt road, around the trailer park, and you're going to come out on the other side, new, different, and better for it. So what happened to us is we ended up renting our house for six months in Atlanta. And we were just going to go with my husband and see kind of like what it's like to be on the road with him and we could all be together. And we ended up traveling to 45 states and nine countries in three years. We did not plan that at all. I couldn't have even imagined taking all of those kids. There were so many stories. Like, for instance... I went to go get the motorhome to rent it, to take an East Coast tour, like a history tour for the kids, because my husband was going to be stationed up in Stanford, Connecticut for a while. And I thought, let's do an East Coast tour. That'll be fun. And we'll do the, the you know, Independence Hall and the bell and all the things. And it'll just be amazing. And guess what? We ended up looking for the Statue of Liberty, and I ended up driving by accident. I took a wrong exit, and I ended up in Manhattan. We're talking Times Square with a 36-foot motorhome driving at rush hour traffic. I have never cried so hard. I did, my husband was on a conference call with his headphones. I've never seen so many people mad. <laughs> you can't even imagine the things people said uh, with their fingers. <laughs> it's like, Lord... Help me. But I'm telling you, God knows how to get in there and make the mess a masterpiece. If you'll only let him. I met this girl, Amy Carney. She's author of Parent on Purpose. And she's a really good friend of mine. And when we go on hikes, I met her because her family, she has like triplets and well, she's got a bunch of kids, a bunch of kids. And I think now with um, foster to adoption, she's got six kids and people were like, hey, you both have big families. You've both traveled America in the motorhome for extended amounts of time. You guys should get together. You're both writing books. And so we went for a hike. And she always reminds me, Stephanie, you only have 18 summers with your kids. If you're lucky, savor the moments. I had never driven a motorhome. I had only camped twice in my entire life. I'm not that, I'm just not that girl. And then I married this guy that's like king of REI, you know, and he's got every camping tent, stove, you know, all the equipment, everything you could need. You know, if REI is out of something, just go talk to my husband, John. He's probably got backup. But the thing is, you know, I thought our life had burned to the ground. But guess what? Our messiness, the messiness that just looked like it would never, you know, we would never survive it. We ended up having the, the best times. You know, we would, we would be, the kids would be playing on a soccer field with other kids. And they would run back to the park bench and they would say, Mom, he is my best friend. Well, what's his name? He'd go, I don't know. Does it matter? You know what? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what this kid's name is. You know what I found when I travel across the country is that every mama, we're all the same. We're very similar. We want our kids to be happy, to thrive. We want them to feel loved. We want them to go out into the world and, and throw color out at it and just be great humans. That's what we want. 
You know, we did so many fire pit moments. I think I gained 10 pounds just eating s'mores. But let me tell you, when you're sitting there sidelining yourself from the craziness and the busyness and the go, go, go of life, it is beautiful. You You hear the wind blow in the trees. You hear those little birds. You hear the crickets. You hear the crackling of a fire that you didn't even know how to start. And now you've started the fire and you've created the things. And now the kids are telling stories and laughing. It created the most incredible memories. Because, guys, what we're doing is we're creating memories. We are in the long game here. We're here to create memories to build a legacy. One time my little boy said, he came running in and and he goes, Mom, look. And he must have been maybe four. And they've got that, like, you know when they're, they kind of still have that bald head? It's not bald, but they've got a little bit of hair, but not that much. And they look really cute with, like, a baseball cap. Well, he comes running in, and he holds his arms out. And he says, look, Mom. But he knew he'd gotten in trouble, kind of like when you walk in and the dog has gotten into the garbage. It's like that. He holds his arms out. And he had written with a Sharpie all over his face, the tops of his hands, his wrists, all up his arm. And the first thing I wanted to do was go, Andrew, what were you thinking? And get so mad at him because, you know, hey, tomorrow is picture day because that's always, it's like Murphy's Law or something, right? That's just the way it is. And it hit me and God convicted me. And I immediately, what I heard was, girl, this is not about the thing. This is a greater picture. This is about creating memories. For every time, there was, there's a book by uh, Kyle Edelman called Grace is Greater. And he talks about a poison. When you don't give grace, it's like a poison. A poison that, that follows you in your decisions, in your family, in your tone, and how you act. It poisons everything you touch when there's not grace in it. And I had read that and it convicted me. And I was like, Lord, just just in that instant, it's like how you react is either going to build that relationship or you are going to start tearing it down. It's like that weed that you go in the garden and you go to pull it up. And oh, my gosh, it for seven feet, it keeps pulling under the driveway, uh, you know, under the truck. I mean, it just keeps going. And you're like, when did that happen? It's all these little, little bitty decisions that we make. And in that moment, I said, oh, Andrew, and he closed his eyes and he kind of shrieked back like he was ready. He was ready for the bomb to hit, you know, and instead, and I could cry to this day because of the change it made in his life. He he looked back and I said, Andrew, and he shrieked his head in his eyes. And I said, that is awesome. And he just looked at me and he just starts giggling so hard. And then he turned his arms the other way to show me that he had written (laughs) all the way up his elbows (laughs) to his armpit. And I was like, oh, my goodness, aren't you an incredible little artist? And he's like, he just hugged me. And I thought, oh, who cares about picture day tomorrow? Like, And somebody had videotaped this. and, And I don't even... I saw it the other day on like a Instagram or something where it shows you like from nine years ago. And I thought, how precious is that? That someone I had no idea was videotaping that. And it just meant so much. 
Grace, guys, grace is everything, right? So I want to give you guys some actionable steps before we go to help you embrace the journey, that dash in the middle, the dash in the middle to create, to create that legacy and to make those memories. Okay, number one, create space to breathe, to hear your voice, to hear God's voice. I say it all the time. When you have that space to breathe between the, the road and the cliff's edge where you make that time to just like ah, get in the car and scream or yell or drink the coffee or sing the Coldplay song or whatever it is, walk around the lake, do something that allows your life to feel in such overflow that like my um, my friend says, Oftentimes, Marissa Rader, she has the Nourishment Haven. Um, She always talks about it's like your life is a life of overflow. You're not even filling from an empty cup or a half-filled cup. You're not even tilting your cup because your cup is overflowing. And all the people's cups below you, your children, your family, your friends, it's a, a life of overflow. So create space to breathe. Number two, be flexible. Don't be rigid, okay? Don't try to take control by the horns and act like that you can wrangle the wind because you don't have that kind of power, all right? And then number three, write down the vision for your journey. Because look, if you shoot for nothing, you're going to hit it every time. So it's okay to be sidelined from life and enjoy those moments. Be still and In Psalms 4610, it says, be still and know that I am God. Be still and wait. Sit in that transition. Allow God to take those messy places and turn them into a masterpiece. Okay? Remember that every season, good or bad, it won't last forever. Okay? I am rooting for you. I am praying for you. And I know that you guys are going to allow God to take the messy and turn it into a masterpiece. Hey, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about savoring the moments, enjoying that dash in the middle from the time you were born till the day you die. There's that ooey gooey goodness of the journey. And look, if you haven't grabbed my Audible Living Your Best Life, run, don't walk to grab a copy on Amazon and listen to chapter nine. And also, though I just started this show in September, I am so grateful that I have 26 reviews and I appreciate it so much. If this show has helped in any way, just leave a review. Melissa Yo wrote, I love how she encourages moms to give themselves grace. So worth your time. Give her a listen. You won't regret. Hey, thanks, Melissa. I appreciate the review. So back to the story. Look, that cop... I don't know whatever happened to him, but God does not make a mess of things that he can't make so beautiful. He takes messes. It's like that's his job and he redeems them and he throws grace all over it if we allow it. So wherever that cop is today, I pray that he's enjoying his journey and he's enjoying his family. Here's to living your best life. Hey guys, if this show has blessed you, the number one way you can help me is to click the five stars and tell me what you think over on Apple Podcast. You can go to my website at stephaniepletka.com and subscribe or grab a copy of my book, Living Your Best Life.
or even download the Audible for moms on the go. Are you in the Phoenix area? Tune into Faith Talk 1360 every Monday at 4 or listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Until then, here's to living your best life.